Hey, 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 YouTubers and friends, how you doing tonight? Welcome to another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess Dano and the Treasure Vixen. We have Rose tonight. And I, um, hey, Mark, if you want to dance, go right ahead, buddy. Uh, get those elbows and knees going all right we have dylan from miller prospecting pay dirt and reviews and more something like that we'll get the lowdown uh your your mic's still off jesse your they can't hear you only i can Oh, okay, well, now that you hear me talking, no mosh pits out there. Jesse's no fun. Uh, I'm old, you heard me. Now, now you're hot, your mic's hot. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I, I, I shoot from the sidelines, how's that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, don't go away because I'll be right back with these clown friends of mine. <laughs> hey, YouTubers and friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jeff. Dano, the treasure vixens, and I. <laughs> How you all doing tonight? Jesse, Dano, Rose, or Rose, Dano, Jesse, however you prefer. Beautiful as can be. Absolutely fabulous. Fabulous. Wonderful dog. How are you doing, Ed? I'm a little tired, like you said earlier in pre-show, got quite a bit of old vitamin D today, and I was playing in rebar and tying, tying bar, and I got my shorts snagged a few times, my <laughs> skin snagged a few times. I do give every... <laughs> I give every job I work on a little bit of my blood and sweat. I I had a needle stuck in my knee today, so that was fun. Yeah, and you told me it was painful. I bet oh. I bet Ruby got a kick out of that. She was at work. Oh. The, the hydrocortisone or the steroid in there to help you feel better? No, it's not. No, it's a it's it's a lube. They were greasing his joints. Yeah, they were, they were giving me a lube job. I've had those before. Yeah, it's a series of three. I, this is my second one. Yeah, those are fun. Well, you you need to be ready for the Sierras when we're out uh, there yeah. in September. That's going to be one of the best birthdays I've had in a long time. You're going to have to rent me a mule. Working towards it. <laughs> Carry me up and down the mountains. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll give brother hand best I can, Jesse. Then we both die. I'll I'll take rest with you, like Dano said. I'll rest with you. You're a bro, you know. You get tired, we'll kick back, relax. Actually, my my knee is getting better. It's just in between shots. It hurts like you know when I got this morning, I was feeling great. You know, finally was feeling 
but then I knew I had to go in for another shot today. So this one don't seem as bad. Well, I mean, it actually, this one was worse going in than the first one was. First one was no big deal at all, but this one went in, and and the fluid going in hurt, right? But I'm, I'm not having the pain now that I did the first time either. You know, my knee's feeling better. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Definitely. And remember, Jesse, we're brothers in arms on that. I, I, it was funny because I went in. I was going to ask the doctor who doesn't see me at this point. He just lets his nurse practitioners do it. My my uh, knee's been bothering me lately, too. I've had to wear my brace the last right. few days. Well, I went in. I asked him. I said, well, is this supposed to hurt like that? What's the deal with this? I was really in a lot of pain over the weekend. No pain, uh, no gain. Right, yeah, right. Toughen up, Jesse. So I, said, up. So I said, I said, well, do I should I still be doing therapy? She says, yeah, go uh, to therapy. He needs therapy, Come all right. Don't melt. Go to therapy. Do this. It'll be fine. <laughs> fine. I'll go to therapy too. Just, just remember, Jesse. I got all donor ligaments in my left knee, and I, I get out there and do it, buddy. You can do it. You can do it. I know it. Boy, but I tell you what, the pain was so bad. I'm thinking, man, I'm going to lose out on this trip if this don't hurt, stop hurting like this. I'm gonna. Uh, that's going to be a plate trip. I'm going to lose. You know. Just keep your stretching up and everything you need to oh, do. Oh yeah, I'm doing through. it. Uh, we'll. You could there. still come, Jesse. Just rest your knee. Just put them in a wheelbarrow. We wheel them around everywhere. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we could shove you in a barrel and roll you down the hill. Uh, you'll get there a lot faster than us, but you might be shooken up for a minute. Oh, look! Look who's in, look who's in here joining the the peanut gallery and saying something. Earth Radio. What's up? Oh, we should yeah. say hi to our friends, huh? Yeah, yeah. We You're should. Nine minutes late. Yeah, he's late again. <laughs> Doggone it! Earth. How are you tonight? And Susan, yes, good to see you. Uh, Luke Duke, Jonathan Friend, Richard Davis. Absolutely. There's Walter. Yeah, Walter. What's up? Hey, Walter? relics and stack stones. We do have someone from across the pond in. Richard's in here. Yeah. J.B. Oh, yeah, he's here too. Walter. <laughs> Bento was here, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I thought I saw him earlier. Who? Benzo. Benzo? Yeah, um, he was in there earlier. Oh, okay. here in the chat. Sorry, I missed you, Benzo and Alabama Dirt Digger. Michael Busy B Detecting's listening while he's putting together his IKEA shelves. Hmm. Jelly Michael Busy. Welcome. 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 friend. Yes. Uh, he sells pay dirt also. Black yeah. mass, I believe. What's up, buddy? Uh, he's actually in the States now. He's in Pennsylvania. He's dying to get on the stream with us, guys. So, uh, definitely. Terry, our Australian friend, Terry Marshall's in the house. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Are we going to meet up with David Villa uh, when we're in the mother load? I don't know. 
Are you going to come looking for us? We've got a pretty big know. list of people to meet up with out there. I hope we meet at least yeah. seven eighths of them. No right. doubt. <laughs> uh, we 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 everybody that we can, that comes in our in our chat room and says hi to us. I'd love to meet them all out there. Lord we have our there. friend yeah. from Kuwait in the house. Hey, Jelly Duck. I saw that. Uh, Mark Miller, I, I've seen you around, but just started coming to town and to Flashville. Hi, uh, Nancy. There he is, world's best moderator, the king moderator of YouTube, Mr. Lodak. What's up, Jaren? I found another gun, guys. Who did? Yeah, I just found another one. This one was like, I mean, it was pretty fresh. I, he couldn't he couldn't pull it back, but I mean, it it was it hadn't been in there that long. Who found it? Snorkel pirate. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Aaron did. Right yeah, on. Oh, I just watched one of your videos the other day, and uh, and so Angela don't like green olives, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? She lucked out because green olives didn't. It wasn't that. Um, oh, that paste stuff you had looked like astronaut oh, food. Paste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you went into the kitchen. You you could always have some Vegemite with it. I bring on the Vegemite. That's just horrible. Vegemite. Oh. No way no. it could be as bad. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was supposed to like mix it in. You know, just it's supposed to be just a flavoring. It's supposed to be just a flavoring that you would put in someone's dish. Yes. You would a little flavor. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should have put a pinch on the smoked oysters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my mistake. It was my mistake. Uh, Lesson learned. Uh, Dylan, uh, yes. the treasure vixens had a kind of a, a dare type video challenge. Um, yeah. challenge, yeah. So I I believe it was Rusty, Crusty Rusty, or what? What's the destination I, Rust? Huh? Destination Rust. Destination Rust. And the treasure vixens had a challenge. Who could magnet fish the most? And our mm. girls lost. Oh, the kicker! Oh. So um, magnet fishing's hard. Magnet fishing's hard. Let me see. The last one I saw, Aaron lost, and he had to eat some yuck. Yeah, karma, guys. Watch out for that karma. <laughs> you just got to think of something good to make them eat next time you win. Yeah. If you win. Well, if we ever do a challenge like that, Rose, remember, I can't stand Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> They're disgusting. It's like eating Vegemite. Let me tell you. It's, 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 oh, my God. Well, you ate it all. It wasn't that bad. Uh, what, uh, 
No, Ed eating the Vegemite. He ate the whole piece of bread, so it must have been real horrible. Yeah. Well, he might have been really hungry. You never know. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah. Might have been hungry. I, I was just being brave for the team. <laughs> no, no. It's definitely a acquired taste, you know. Definitely. Definitely. You you guys will get your chance. I, sh- I, yeah, I, can't, I can't stand hot sauce. I'll try it. I'll yeah, try yeah. I don't care. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of beer. I don't like beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Hear my dog bouncing around, clicking and clacking. Hey, Vicky, and I see Victoria just showed up. Hey, Vicky and Ryan, how are you? GoPro Unlimited, Jason Com. Welcome, welcome, our Canadian friend Jason. Mm-hmm. Nickel and Dime Coin Honor. JP. Welcome. What's up, welcome. JP? <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to start thinking about next year's flashback because you know it will come before we know it. And it won't be an election year, so there won't. Shouldn't it be no riots, <laughs> coronavirus, or anything else? Or any other? Any other uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all gonna fade away at the end of November. <laughs> so, the next bash tops the last bash. Uh, we we put on an outing, had a great time. Uh, this year it was a solo outing. Uh, the year before, we collaborated with a friend of ours with another channel. That was a great time, too, but so many that were at both of them. It, it was great. Great. Can't wait for them. Uh, Peter wants his ticket early. Uh, we're still working on where we want it. You know, it could be Ohio, Indiana, it could be Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, I don't know. But Indiana. Indiana. Indiana sounds good to me. <laughs> West Virginia. Yeah. Well, West Virginia, their mining laws are really strict. Yeah, I was just so about Virginia, now. maybe. <laughs> Hey Shane, Clash Guitars yeah. is in the Shane's house. Clash. Blue Pan Prospecting, welcome, welcome, welcome. Actually, I just purchased uh, a bag of Clash Guitars um, pay dirt. Um, so I it shipped out today, I believe. I that's what the email said. So. Looking forward yeah. to seeing what kind of goodies uh, is in Shane's bag. Yeah, I saw that, Jonathan. Uh, but I saw it in 1840 and 21-something. So, yeah, but, you know, it's it's up there for gold and silver. Yeah. As long as it keeps there. going up. 1843 and 21-something. And JP got his blemish gold club today, Jesse. Cool. Nice, nice. I, I is it really blemish or is it the blend from when he changes the dye? I, I think it. I think it's just a color blemish. 
I like those. I think those are cool. Yeah, like that smoky one that one guy won. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. It's screwed. We can't win any of our own giveaways. I'm like a hippie <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst thing about doing a giveaway is not being able right, to keep the prize. Right, 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 Dylan. Right. <laughs> HD. I hope HD. Judy's doing much better. The other hey, Ed. There's a great guy. Oh, she she may be listening. Hi, Judy. Hope you're getting better. Hope things are working out for you. Much love. Yes, very much so. Judy's a great gal. It was a pleasure having them with us the last couple of years. JP says, just two dimples in the corners of the first big ripple. You don't use those in the corners? Yeah. Uh, They're not even, that's nothing. That's not even in the work area. Right. That's not even in the work area. Work area is right down there in the center. Hey, T-Bone, how you doing, Anthony? Next one would be as big as the table. (laughs) Yeah, six foot (laughs) <laughs> two man, two man claw. <laughs> uh, I was using a little bit down in southern Ohio. I liked how you could go through a lot of material, and it catches yeah, fine gold too. Yeah, you use it, right? I videoed him a bit, but I got yeah. pulled away towards the end. Yeah. Sometimes when you're videoing, people start talking to you, and they don't realize what you're doing. Then you have to turn and pay attention to them and put video on. <laughs> hey, what are you doing over there? Are you videotaping? <laughs> no, I'm standing here with a camera pointed at Ed. <laughs> Sorry. I'm down in Ed's face with my phone pointing at him. What am I doing? Yeah, right. JP says he thinks that would help if they were in the work area. Hmm. Doing good. The dimples. Yeah, I I think I saw a picture of them, and they have little dimples in the little uh, yeah, like a like a bubble that burst. Yeah, plastic. I thought I saw something like that. Looks like we might be having a little buffering issue tonight. I've noticed that. That's just my face. Your face is buffered? <laughs> yeah, it just makes it do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> my face is on camera too long, it messes up the internet. Oh, well. Oh, well, we better get to you then. Welcome yes. to the show, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you Welcome. for having me, Ed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's our pleasure. See, now, like a lot of our other guests, they'll just sit back and wait, be quiet, wait. <laughs> Not Dylan's, now I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to get into this conversation. <laughs> oh, from the get go. I've been my ugly mug for the last 15, 20 years. <laughs> hey, you hear me. Do it, Ed. Pin him. Hit him. Pin him up. All right. <laughs> Oops. Doggone it. I did it again. Sorry, Dylan. Uh, turn back your camera on. Hey, Ed. <laughs> Jeez. That's not, not pinning him, Ed. No, no. Oh, man. 
Only on live entertainment. Talk to the key grip guy. He's not doing his job. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to turn on my camera. And then wiped him out. I guess we still need another three years of learning. I I, I wanted I to. My ugly mug. I I went to Pena, but I put the wrong. Clicked on the wrong one. They all saw it. Yeah. yeah. It won't start. Uh, don't feel bad, Dylan. It's happened before. It says you can't start your video because the host has stopped it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so I'll have, have to rejoin. No, here. I think I can. I can ask to start it. Okay, there you go. There you hey. go. Okay, now, Ed. Now I just scared uh, 36 people in the lobby. Let's see if I can do this right this time. Aw. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are we, are we good now? Yeah, we're good. Dylan's pinned. All good. right. Yeah, that's it. Make my mug bigger. Yeah, 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 you betcha, Dylan. <laughs> okay, I gotta go back to live again. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> I don't hey, have Dylan? the. There you go. Thank you, thank you. Dylan Miller, right? For Miller. Yes, Foster. that's it. Dylan Miller. Yes. Unless you're a lawyer. If you're a lawyer, that's not my name. Uh, uh, Joseph Smith. Yes. Smith you're, you're and Jones. Sending Jim. me a cease and desist about a pay dirt review. That's not my name. <laughs> I thought you said Michael. No, I, I. That's what I did say, but that wasn't his name. Oh. His name was Dylan. Hey, I was mistaken earlier. It's okay. Oh. I know, Ruby. It's hard to believe I would make a mistake like that. Really, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> So you do pay dirt reviews. That's what I primarily do on my channel, yes. Well, why do you do that? Um, just so when I first started pay dirt reviews, I did it, boo. I I don't know. I was just became disabled and I was trying to find something to do to keep mm. my mind busy. And I loved it. I loved panning out for gold, but then one day I got a good bag of pay dirt and realized the other 99 I had bought were skunks. <laughs> so I just decided one day, well, I'll just start writing down my results and I put them on a website. And after, I guess, about two years of doing that, someone told me, start putting them on YouTube. So here I am putting them on YouTube now. So just try and find the good bags and but mostly is just keep people away from buying the bad bags you know because it's a great hobby i, I right. love it but there's nothing worse than spending 50 or 60 bucks of hard-earned money buying a gold pan setting everything up and finding four bucks worth of gold you know right. it just, it's discouraging and it takes people out of the hobby you know right so, now i personally I, I i don't buy very many pay dirt bags because I like going out myself. I have I have the ability to go out. Yep. Uh, and, and so it's I great. <laughs> you know, I understand the, the need for pay dirt bags, right? Yep. But I don't I don't um, and I even see the value in it too because there's been times where I've gone out and spent a couple hundred dollars over the weekend and not even got fifty dollars worth of gold, you know. Right. But I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, well, to me, that's what it's all about is fun. Right. It's, you know, I'm unable at this 
current point in my life to go out gold panning. And I know there's mm-hmm. a lot of people like me right. who can only be mailbox miners. Right. So, you know, you want to have as much fun as possible. And the more gold you find is more fun, you know, sure. and, and, I, and, you know, realistically, you know, I always tell everyone, you don't expect to get all your money back. If you spend a hundred bucks, you know, you don't expect to get a hundred back, but you, know, right. you don't so want to, you don't want to spend a hundred and get zero, you know, and I've well, had that happen before. So, <laughs> so like, like with us, when we're, when we're out prospecting or digging our spots or whatever out, you know, out the Creek and stuff. And, and we're running our equipment, you know, we put in a lot of work to do it. We, we, me personally, I, I want to catch a hundred percent of yeah. everything that I've run through my, through my equipment. Right. But I also know that's not going to happen. Right. Because of all the variables in, in doing this. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with, you know, if I'm getting 90% of the gold that I'm working for, that makes me happy. Yeah. You know, Plus right? it's fun to just work on your equipment and try and make it better. I mean, I even sure. do that just working on my little home sluice, trying to make it capture just that little bit more gold when I play with it, you know? Right. So, well, I guess my question is what makes you happy when you're doing buying pay dirt? Um, it really just depends. I mean, I like, you know, for me personally, I like challenging pay dirt. Do it. If I'm not doing a review, I typically like to pan up stuff with lots of flour because it takes longer. You know, so, I love Washington Beach Mining's type uh, pay dirt mm-hmm. just because gotcha. it, it's all minus fifty gold. And right. you know, if you right. pan, pan out a pound of say, you know, a, a normal pay dirt seller's bag, it probably takes you 15, 30 minutes, somewhere around there. But you get some Washington Beach sands, that one pound bag can take you four to five hours. And to me, that's just fun. It just takes your mind off everything and you just stare at your pan and you go cross-eyed for a couple hours. <laughs> so it's not, so for you, it's not the, uh, it's not necessarily the amount of gold as much as it is the challenge of pulling the gold out of that. Right. I mean, that's for me personally. I mean, I do run my channel based off a certain criteria, you know, on how I review ch- pay dirt. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I do put in things like the fun factor, things like right. that, just because, you know, some bags of pay dirt are fun, really fun. And I've had yeah. some that I've given really high scores for fun that didn't have a lot of gold. It's just, you know, I, I do. So, do not, so for you, it's not all about the aura ROI. No, I mean, I, it's always good to get a high ROI. I mean, I know mm-hmm. that's what most people want to get, you know, that's what most people are searching for when they're looking for pay dirt is a higher ROI. And right. I don't blame them. It's fun. But, you know, I've had bags where I've gotten a really high ROI, you know, 90 to 100 percent. And it's all been in two or three pieces of gold. And that's not fun. Right. You know, it takes you all right. five minutes to pan it out. And it's right. Oh, yeah. There's the three little pickers, right? Yeah. yeah. You're like, bam, nugget, nugget. OK, let me go back. Yeah. to sleep. Like know? panning at Knott's Berry Farm, you have. Yeah. Nothing but blonde sands and decent peppers flakes, you know. And, I mean, oh. but that, again, that is why when I do my reviews, I do a very set criteria. So, you know, I have the ROI, I have the fun factor, I do the packaging, the description. So that way, if anyone sees my, at the end of all my reviews, I show my scores. So if someone's more into the ROI, they can look at my reviews and see the ones that had high ROIs. If they're ones that are looking for the high fun factor they can look at that and just say you know even though it didn't have a high roi the fun factor was rated 10 and they can pick out pay dirts through that as well 
know. I appreciate that. I can really appreciate that. Because me, it's like, so let's just say buying lottery tickets. Like when I buy a lottery ticket, I want a ticket that I spend time on, that I work on. Like Like the the bingo one to the crosswords. That's right. Enjoying my purchase, whether I win or not, it's the experience that I want. So I want for your fun factor rating over anything, to be honest. You know, I, I actually, my big thing for reviews is description. That, that's what my, probably my pet peeve on most paid sellers is description because most don't have good descriptions and that drives me crazy. Well, what you are you looking for? Well, I mean, the more information, if, okay, if you Google right now, gold pater, you'll probably get a hundred websites that'll pop up. And if you see right. one that says bag of pater, $100, and then you see another one that tells you this is Washington beach mining you know, you're going to get a 75% ROI. It's got blondes in it, heavy material. It's very difficult to pan. You're going to pick that one because even if it's the same price, you know what you're getting. It's just like if you went to go buy a car and one said has four wheels and then the other one told you it's miles per gallon and things like that, you're going to pick the other car. Just the more information you have, I mean, it's a, if I'm a buyer, I want to know where the pater comes from, how difficult it is to pan, and that information is really good too, just for the fact that a lot of people who are, buy their first bag of pater are novices. So if you've never ba- bought a bag of pater before or panned a bag of pater before, and you buy something from Washington Beach, you're not going to find any of the gold. You know, you're just going to think you got right. skunked, even though you might have gotten 100% ROI, but you just couldn't pan it. So if there's no description, you won't know that. You know, so it's really big for uh, descriptions on me have a tendency to do is we like to ask the, the dumb questions or the newbie questions. What is yeah. ROI? ROI is your return on investment. So if you spend a hundred bucks and you get $90 worth of gold, you have a 90% ROI, you know, it's just what your return is of what you spent. So, you know, and I, you know, I, I speak about it a lot in my videos where, you know, while I do love 100% ROIs because then it didn't cost me anything to shoot my video, you know, it's not expected and no one really should expect that, you know, right. You know, and it's all up to everyone. Like I said, it's up to everyone and what you consider a good ROI. You know, if I spend 10 bucks on a bag of pater, I'm not going to expect even a 50% ROI because I know they have to ship it and stuff like that. So it's just, it's up to everyone. And that's again, why I post all my scores at the end of every video. <laughs> uh, let me give a big thank you to flower gold wizard for the 19, 19- 99 super chat and our friend jason keith prospecting for the 15 dollars super chat thanks guys i'll give you a oh yeah super oh, chat yeah, super chat <laughs> helping the channel out i appreciate it uh my description dominican republic hard work uh, there you go brother uh jason keith's got some good videos yeah and very hard work we'll be very there. <laughs> we'll be prospecting with jason keith while he's here in the yeah. states in the on the mainland um, where are we taking them oh well the first of August, he's going to be at the Wilson property, Jesse. So, 
I think we uh, all should do our very best to get to the Wilson property. property. (laughs) Wilson property. Wilson, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Was that? I come on day trip down there on Saturday down to the Wilson. Yeah, I don't know if I can camp, but I'm definitely going down because Tom's going to be there, Thomas Michael, and Dyer Prospecting. Chris is going to be there from Keen Prospecting. And who knows who else? Oh, that's right. Uh, Mike and Melissa and the family are coming up from Tennessee. Uh, from M&M Prospecting, and never know, maybe Ed might come up too, our friend HD Shovel Ed, and I don't know, I don't know. You know, there's plenty of OSPA members going to be there soon, you know. Hey, if you want to come up, meet a really good guy who prospects in the Dominican, come join us. We'll be prospecting in southern Ohio. Um, and Chris Dyer pulled out a nice a nice little nugget off that lease um, yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. I'm doggone it. I wish I... <laughs> I uh, my clean-out was better than I thought it was, though. But... Uh, thanks to, for the super chat, and sorry to get off the subject. Oh, Carry no on, worries. Jesse. Oh, oh, you gotta thank people. Yeah, yeah. What, what were you talking about? Oh, right. oh yeah. Painter bags and reviews and stuff. They want to know what's the hardest review you've ever had to do. Well, I think he's just saying that because I told him it was his. <laughs> so it sounds like he wants a shout out yeah i mean i've had two really hard reviews one was jp's and because it's always difficult i really like jp he's a great guy and he didn't get a great review and that's really hard to do you know when you want to try to be you know Fair. Not give so you know you're trying to be fair and everything else. It was a really hard review to do because I didn't want to give him a bad review, but you know it, it's what I do on my channel. It's why I have set criteria so my emotions can't take over and I couldn't just throw him some extra points here and there, <laughs> give him a good score. But he was a great guy, and I told you know I talked to him about it. So he is a great guy. Yeah, it was probably one of my hardest videos. The other one would be I think Washington Beach Mining, just because it's flower gold and when you're shooting a video it makes it a lot harder to cut down you know to edit and stuff like that you know i could go through a pound of most people's painter like i said in 15 to 30 minutes but when you have something that takes five hours and you're trying to shoot a video and you're going cross-eyed you make a lot of mistakes (laughs) (laughs) which is why i don't tend to review that many sellers that have really fine gold you know they're very far in between. I save those bags for myself off camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Martin. Definitely, Martin. Thank you. Uh, did I see in the... Hey, in the hey, woods with Wolfie. How are you, buddy? Oh, uh, yes. And JP wants me to tell you all that the description killed him. Like I was saying before, he had a very bad description. But we're all going to blame that on Tom, right? That was Tom's fault. Tom, Tom, shame on you, Tom. (laughs) 
and I'm just kidding. They have improved their description, which is good, which is what I like. You know, this is one of the things why I do these reviews because well, you can yeah, see yeah. sellers who change, you know, who well, update you know, and do better. I, I, I imagine, I imagine there's there's different types of re- people out there reviewing. Also, I don't watch much of the review uh, channels because uh, you know uh, I just I, I'm not interested. Yeah, if you, interested in it. If you're right. not buying it, then there's no reason to really watch my channels. I totally well, right, right. That. You know, yeah. um, uh, but I, I noticed that some some of the reviewers out there are not being constructively critical of what they're 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 just saying it's crap it's this it's that they're not they're not really describing what's wrong with it you know other than maybe the roi uh, sadly that's a lot of you know when i originally started doing my reviews it was only me and one other person doing reviews it was wayne schmidt who's a great guy by the way had some great videos um, it was only me and him, but since then, you know, as the industry has gotten bigger and more people have joined the family, right? Uh, there's a lot more people doing reviews, but I think a lot of people just get set on the ROI. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad. It's the same thing with pretty much anything though. If you're going to buy a car, 90% of people are going to want a car that gets the best miles per gallon. Or if you're buying a truck, wants to haul the most. You know, right. it's got the best towing capacity. And I know. It's just what people are set on. So, and it's again, it's why I, when I started my reviews, if you go back my channel four or five years ago when I first started, I um, didn't have a criteria. I just pretty much said what I liked about the paydirt and din. It was kind of wishy washy. And then I yeah. decided I really wanted it to be a set pattern where I had criteria based on everything from packaging to shipping to you know, the ROI, just so it's not just, right. It's just not one thing. So people can pick through it and see, you know, cause for like me, I like, you know, certain things about a bag of pay dirt. So if I wanted to go through my own reviews, I could see it's why I classify my pay dirt down and show the different classifications of gold I find. Because if you find a bag of pay dirt, that's all chunky gold that might appeal to some people and it might be a turnoff to others. And if I do another review the next week where it's all really fine gold, Again, that could be a turnoff to one person, and you know, a great appeal to somebody else. So, so not you know, not that I've never done pay dirt bags because I want some, and and I do right. buy one once in a while, or or well, we uh, we buy them off our chapter also. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like buying them from our chapter because I know what our, our ROI is. It's really good. So right, you know, so plus I'll, it I'll, helps I'll, our chapter. It helps our yeah. chapter, right? <laughs> But, I do uh, like buying off of Tom's gold dirt, though, because yes, especially during his live streams, because he donates proceeds to St. Jude's Children Hospital yes. and veterans organizations and so much more. So, so like uh, for me, when I do go through pay dirt bags, the thing that I don't like is going like you said earlier there's a few little chunks in there and you're done yeah. you know yeah. a you challenge know, because, because one of the things that that even though i don't buy pay dirt bags one of the things i i do like is panning because it gets yes. me in another zone right yeah that's why so, i do it is i love the panning, the panning <laughs> you know so if the i goal just want the after effect <laughs> if i just want to sit and pan then i like something that's gonna be a little difficult mm-hmm. something that's gonna take me concentrating on it you know, 
Uh, I agree. But if I'm on the creek, if I'm on the creek, I'm I'm working. I'm I'm going for production. It's different, you know. But I take my time later, you know. So. Uh, uh, did you see what Shane said? Clash guitars. I credit Miller Prospecting for my Peter review videos. He's the best. That's, keep that's, copying me. Keep copying me. Thank you very much, Shane. <laughs> I love Shane's channel. Flattery will get you everywhere. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Tom's gold dirt in the house. If you pick up anything from Tom's, make sure to use coupon code FLASH at your checkout for 5% off your um, purchase. And I, I do like your reviews. I also like uh, Shane's reviews, but I, I mostly watch his his coin roll hunting right, yes, live streams. I, I love Shane's coin roll hunting. I love actually love Shane's prospecting videos. That's what got me to watch him. Right. Um, watch yeah, him yeah. His, his he does a array geocaching, prospecting, magnet fishing, and Richard Davis. Oh my God. Thank you for the super chat, my friend. Here, let me say hi to Raven and Smackerock. Uh, How are you tonight? Very good, I hope, out there in the Arizona sun. Ooh. Our friend Raven and Skipperock. I mean, Smackerock. <laughs> I know, not so funny well, now. What I, was, huh? what I was trying to say is that it's it's good to have someone who actually not only is reviewing the, the painter bags for the for the for the review, but also doing constructive criticism, trying to help the seller, showing them where he can improve his product. Well, like I said, you know, 90% of it, most sellers are pretty good. You know, right. the vast majority of sellers are good people that want to sell a good product. So, you know, that's not what's wrong. I, I think mostly, like I said, my big pet peeve has always been the description. I think it always will be. Like you said, you don't like finding big nuggets. You know, I saw earlier in the chat. No, someone no, said they went not, through. not, not well, that I don't I, like finding them. Right. But you, you want the panic. But right. you know, someone else said they, I was looking in chat, someone said they went through a 10 pound bag and found one nugget, you know, and, and that's horrible. But if you put in the description, this is for beginners, you will only be a couple giant pieces of gold, then you know what you're getting, you know, right. where, you know, it, it's all about the description to me, you know, the more you tell somebody, the more information someone tells you, the better, you know, experience they'll have. If you you're know. an experienced painter and you want a challenge, here you go, you yeah. know, right. So, and I, I can tell, I can't tell you the number of sellers I've emailed and tried to tell them to change their descriptions. And some have, you know, like Tom, he just changed his with JP Wands and more, which is great, you know, and some mm -hmm. don't care, you know, and, and it's funny, some of the best descriptions, which is really sad are from, you know, and it's one of the things I say a lot of times is the sellers that are probably the worst sellers out there. I don't want to mention any names, you know, on your show, because it's not my show, but there's some sellers Golden. out there. You know. Right. <laughs> okay, so I can say it now. Golden Paters is one of the most notoriously bad sellers that you will find almost no gold in. A lot of his uh, 
raffles and find an ounce are all giant scams in my opinion but he's got a great description i mean he he's got one of the best descriptions for his painters and there's a reason for that because it he spams it to death too yeah well that too but if you go on google and use google you know pater his site's gonna pop up and you know a couple other sites are gonna pop up that are big sellers he's got the best description out of all of them and that's who people are going to lean to because they're going to say, oh, look at all this information he's given me. It must be good. And then they get skunked and they don't try anybody else. But if everyone had a good description, then, you know, they would be able to pick out a better painter, you know, because he, he probably he burns more people than anybody else. And he's probably run off more first timers than anybody else. So. I, I believe, though, no one should really buy pay dirt for an investment anyway right. no, no. in gold. Right. They, they have to go in with a mindset of learning or as a pleasure, you know. Well, I agree with that, but there's a big the difference. in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, having a good time or learning. I do like that, too, because Jesse always says, practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great way to get some of that practice in for Angela and I in particular. Well, you know, we're busy. We've got a lot to do, but we want to learn how to pan appropriately. So maybe some painter with the flower gold would help us learn how to pan appropriately. I agree. But like I tell everyone, the painters will always have the gold in it. So as long as you don't throw it away, you can just keep repanning it over and over and over. And I still do that. I mean, I've been doing this for seven years and I still repan all my painters all the time just for having fun, just to see if I miss something. Well, you know, you did. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I got buckets out out in my backyard. I know something. I've gone through buckets and buckets and buckets. And I bet if I run those buckets again, I'll find more gold. Probably. Yeah. There, there gets to a point though where you said, "Okay, I've ran it enough," and uh, it yeah, ends well, up going out in a pile. Uh, yep. Yeah. Where I sit and let it ferment and run it again. <laughs> uh, Rose, can you go into your Zoom and adjust your volume a little? How do, how do I do that? Uh, you go down to your audio settings. If you push on your arrow by your mic on the very bottom is audio settings. Yeah. And it will take you to a place where you could mess with your volume. Okay, um, I'm, at the, I'm at the highest output level and I'm at the highest input level. Okay, well, sorry, Benzo, not much I can do, brother. Yeah, yeah, just tell her to scream. My computer is um, a million years old. That's pretty old. <laughs> I didn't know they had computers back then. That's a day younger than Jesse. I'm not going to say it was aliens, <laughs> but it was aliens. Um, How about now? Is it any better now? Yes, it's fine. Yes. I hear you, Greg. You're you're good. I I hear you. Um, apparently, they didn't. I am very sorry for being away. How are you? I haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, Joseph Richard, no problem. You're here. It's better late than never, my friend. You're unless here. You're, unless you're radio. 
Yeah, unless you're Earth Radio. Ronald has to be here before we go live every week. Right, Ronald? Uh, just giving you a hard time. Hey, T-Bone. So, back to you. Yes, back so, to me. You, so, was that, the, was that the reason you started uh, doing YouTube videos? Specifically for that? Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, when I first started, like I said, I was just buying Pater for myself just mm -hmm. um, to combat depression and, you know, life changes. Life right. changes when I became disabled. And it just took my mind off of stuff. And like I said, I didn't realize I was getting bad bags of Pater. I was buying majority of my Pater off of eBay, which is how I found it. I just happened to be searching for something on eBay one day. And uh, Pater popped up and I said, that looks like fun. I'll try that. And bought a pan, bought some Pater. And then I think I bought a five pound bag from Dirt Hog Pater uh, online and found that Think about a gram of gold from them a little bit more than a gram it wasn't still a great roi was it the real dirt hog yes it was the real dirt hog this is before that guy started scamming everybody oh, okay. ah. so it was I, I mean i don't remember the results but i think it was about a 50 percent roi and i was ecstatic i'd never seen that much gold before but then i found there used to be a seller um y'all probably know who he is as goldadventures.biz and he was selling one gram bags, I think at the time for like 50 bucks, which was like an 80% ROI. And I just fell in love with him. And it just, but it just made me realize, you know, if I was spending 60 bucks on eBay and finding five bucks worth of gold, how badly I'd been getting ripped off for right. you know, 50 or 60 bags. And, and I, when I first started, I wasn't even trying to do reviews. I was just doing, I had a blog. It was called, uh, my website was called gold Patriot reviews. And I was just, telling people what I found. I'd say I bought this bag. It was fun. And, you know, this is how much gold I found. And it just kind of slowly progressed into doing reviews. You know, when I came to YouTube, it was very basic reviews and I've just slowly been getting better, hopefully. <laughs> you know. So anything else you do on YouTube? No, that's pretty much, I mostly do paydirt reviews, gem reviews. I have done some magnet fishing. Um, like I said, being disabled, I've been uh, out of it for the last, I think, three years. I've had two, both my knees replaced over the last three years. Wow. So, you know, not being able to walk for three years has made it pretty difficult, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's hard to do anything from your house. You can only throw that magnet so far out of your front door <laughs> to catch something so, besides a car. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine my whining and crying earlier just made you laugh. Yeah. No, it's it's funny. I've had those injections before, the the little the gel in between the knees to try yeah. and build cartilage. I've done all that and you know, you you're lucky if you're still in that stage, you know. <laughs> the, the knee uh, replacement is so much worse, I can tell you, you know. Dude, it, it, they they tell me I'm too young. Well, that's what they tell me too, but you know, well, I'm, I'm 70 years old. <laughs> Well, they told me that I'm 50. There was no knee replacement when I had my mm -hmm. surgery. Uh, they had to replace my ligaments. They had to go in and replace all my ligaments. Got old donor ligaments in my left mm -hmm. knee. But that's next. If my knee goes bad, a replacement is next. Yep. And those aren't fun, you know. So it took Thank me. So I went through it pretty good. I got through it pretty quick and took about a year off work to get back on my feet and go. But yeah. I don't have problems. Yeah. Well, that's what my left knee took about a year to heal, and it's perfect. I love my left knee. 
knee, my right knee. We're at about nine months and we're planning a new surgery on it because it didn't heal right. It's what got about left knees? It's my left knee that I had surgery on too. Well, I don't know. And that's weird. It's because that's usually the one that you're not kicking people with or kicking right. a car or something else. But that's also the one that you do all your twisting and turning on too. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the one that you put, you do all that torque motion with. Oop. Oop. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why that happens, huh? That's that's initially what happened with me. Somehow I tore some ligaments, yeah. right? Uh, and then it wasn't getting better. Wasn't getting better, and uh, I did an MRI on it, and uh, the arthritis showed up. <laughs> so that's part of it too. Yeah. Sounds like you guys need to stay off your knees. <laughs> well, mine aren't too bad anymore, but you know, one more surgery and I'm hopefully I'm done. Then we then we can start working on my back and other issues. So, <laughs> but yeah, sadly you need your knees. Sadly, for some reason or another, everybody needs their knees. You know. Well, I was yeah. my middle name is back pain, so it's Rose. <laughs> <back> pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that. Feeling. But I think everyone has back pain. That, that's just a given. It's just how soon you get your back pain at what age, you know. Never had back problems. Thank God that's because that's just because your knees hurt so bad you don't notice it. There you go. The, the knee, the knee is brand new. Mm. Knee is something just started. For mm. you? Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. Me too. I was doing so good for 70 years. Mm. <laughs> you know. No pills, no doctor visits. I was good, you know. Never, never really broke much. Anything really important, you know. Yeah, but, you want to uh, avoid the doctors as much as possible. I do. In fact, <clears throat> first time I went and saw the doctor, and she was getting my information. She says, uh, "Where's your list of pills?" <laughs> I don't have a list of pills. What do you mean? I says, "I don't take pills." What? How old are you? Yeah, I don't take pills. Yeah, because yeah, once they put you on them, you can't get off of them. That, that's the problem with doctors. The longer yeah. you take those pills, the more they affect things like kidneys and livers. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it can give you a pill that'll make you feel better now, but the longer you take mm -hmm. it, the more side effects you have in the long run. So watch right, out. and then you'll have to take pills to take care of your liver. And yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah. Able to take care of the, your blood because your liver screwed up and yeah. Uh, yeah I know that's why I avoid pills well of course I got hooked on Percocet when I had my knee surgery too so that was a rough time gigantic scam yes 100% this is this is Ed's <laughs> live on Tuesday <laughs> retirement center the retirement player. center. <laughs> no retiring going on here. Tuesday night geriatrics. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to back to prospecting and, <laughs> and that. Yes. Oh, look at the price of gold today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, imagine imagine uh well, I don't know what you do with your gold since you've been doing this. But the gold you found in the first when you first started is gone up, so your ROI has changed. Yeah, if I get to keep, if I would have gotten to keep any of my gold, 
it would be good. But I, to fund my channel, I have to buy, sell all my gold to oh, buy okay. more. So it's kind of a rotating circus. The only one who's made out of this so far is my son, because I always the biggest nugget <laughs> I find for the year he goes goes to him. Oh, cool. He's got, he's got a little collection of gold nuggets that you know he's hidden away from me, so I can't ever steal them. So, you know. <laughs> not no, not that I would, but he's making out like a bandit. So his retirement. But, yeah, that's what I tell him. It's his retirement. I'm sure he'll use it long before then. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, hangs on to it until at least college. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Well, I won't let him. He'll have to go through me to sell it. So you know. <laughs> you think? Well, yeah. I get, it's hard to sell gold nuggets. You can't just go into a pawn shop and sell a gold nugget, you know. Sure, if you'll take anything for it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's again, yeah. He might get five bucks for it, you know. I've sold some to a jeweler before. He was actually all about it. He's like, where'd you get this? I said, well, prospecting. Where do you think I got it? <laughs> but that, that's one of the things I know. I get a lot of questions from people always asking me where to sell the gold, you know. Because you don't, it's one of the harder things. You can't really go to a jewelry store and say, here's a pile of gold, you know, and sell it. Well, I was surprised yeah. they bought it from me, but he, yeah, he was all about it. He was interested. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's rare. I do know some, a couple of my uh, regulars on my show do sell to some jewelry stores, but those are usually the jewelry stores that do custom jewelry. So they know to melt. I figured they made jewelry or something. Yeah. All right. So they'll melt it down themselves and they know, yeah, you know, they'll get a pure product that way. Good. But I always tell everyone, if you want to sell your gold, just hit up all the paydirt sellers. They, they're they using more gold <laughs> than they could possibly be finding in most cases. So. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, I, I I like to actually sell mine back to the club. Yeah. Same here. I know a lot of people sell it on Facebook. They do the little Razzies and things like that. No, I just sell it directly to the club who makes paydirt yeah. bags and sells it back to me. Yeah, that's actually, it. Lately, lately, I've been selling it to my audience my oh, yeah, my flash fam hey jerry how you doing mother load california jerry, mother load prospectors what's up jerry and we'll be prospecting with them in september yeah I'll bet and i'm getting really stoked about that i watched tuto's video with bennett and Top Cat or oh, Patriot Prospecting, yeah, and both those nuggets. Oh, I'm looking forward to doing some sniping. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was an awesome nugget he found. They all found some gold. Yeah. Do you ever watch Tutos? I, I do. I'm a subscriber of his. I sadly I don't get to watch everyone's videos, which is oh, sad. When you, I, I you, hear you, you. You start subscribing. I've got you know a hundred subscribe subscriptions, and everyone wants to put out a video every week for some odd reason. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it starts yeah. to get hard to watch them all when you start seeing every morning. I wake up and I've already got twenty videos in my list. It's like okay. <laughs> so sadly, I'm one of those people who goes by with the thumbnail or the title says. You know, if it doesn't catch my eye, you're stuck in you know next year's video watching. You, you know, know. you doing reviews and stuff like that. I mean, I think that's fair game, and and I think all of us understand that we're in a YouTube game, and and there yeah. is. A Gotta play, and if you're not willing to catch people's attention, that's it. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. 
but there's some channels I love. I, I do love Two Toes channel. I love Flash in Your Pants channel. Those are some really good channels with good Thank content. You. So, you know, I wish I could watch everyone's videos. It's one of the problems is, you know. You know oh, I, I feel your pain there. I feel <laughs> your pain there. It's uh, even like, worse is when you're in a live show and someone will ask you, did you see my last video? <laughs> uh, 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 and you have to um, tell them, no. No, but I'm going to. Then I have to stay up till two in the morning watching people's videos and ask me if I saw it. I'm really, I'm really lucky. Uh, Angela, my partner in Treasure Vixens, she she does a really good job with trying to keep up with that. And uh, I don't know what I'd do without her because, um, you know, maybe, maybe at, like you said, about five videos a week is what I can try to squeeze in. Sometimes I get lucky in free time. Angela, she, she's really good with keeping up with the fan base and watching everybody else's videos and trying to keep up with them. So, gotta give her a lot of credit. Yeah, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. You know. Well, it's like you know, a lot of times, like I, I'm subscribed to a lot of YouTube channels. Also, I don't think I'm subscribed to you. Um, so well, I, I didn't even know who you. you were when you know when when uh you know when Ed uh right you know told me you were coming on and typically i i watch a few of the videos i go to your first video right. i come in the middle and i just kind of watch it progress a little bit with you i didn't because i was in pain <laughs> i've been hurting for the last few days that's so <laughs> that's okay that's okay you i'm know, on the live show so now you can ask yeah, me anything yeah right want. so that's now i can question you and, and then uh uh, you know, get to hear a little bit more about what you're about, and that's that's always fun. Yeah, it makes it much quicker. You just get in the. Sure. Um, I don't have to watch the cliff notes. Yeah, you just get the cliff notes. <laughs> yes, we know, Mr. Lodak. Isn't that cool? 1849. <laughs> Everybody's loving that price. Oh yeah. yeah. Guys, that price is that for ounce? Yes. Troy ounce, yeah, for gold. Yeah. Silver. <laughs> Silver's over 21 an ounce. I know. It's crazy. Going so, up. We'll have to see if it drops right after November, though. I'm going to be curious to see what happens to gold, you know, after the election. So, huh. That's usually a big tell right there. So. Yep. Uh, Ooh, he said it's 22.33. Keeps going up. Yeah. I don't know. I I'd probably hold on to mine for a little bit longer. Yeah. At least until before the election, right? Right, yeah. At least you until know. election. See how the election's going. <laughs> Either You're sell right. it or buy more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a corona after the election. JP, that's a great question. I've I've actually placed some money on a, a gamble. I can't wait to see what happens. Oh, you did, huh? Mm -hmm. What was the what was the bet? Mine was twenty dollars to me if it still exists after the election. <laughs> on on silver? Oh no, just twenty bucks. Sorry, I wasn't talking about silver or gold. We we're just talking about the uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah, coronavirus, yeah. Oh. <laughs> A lot of people oh. think it'll be gone after the election. Well, look, here's the reality. It's never going to be gone. Yeah. 
It's just like it's the it's the new flu. That's all. Yeah, right. It's the new the flu. Well, coronavirus has been around for a long time. Yeah, this is just right. another it's strain. Huge, right, yeah. new strain. It's just a more, better, new and improved strain of the flu. So you know. brought to us by yeah. the Chinese. Yes. Well, definitely. Like that person, how many people that died from the coronavirus got a flu shot every year? Mm. I'm sorry, I'm a little conspiracy theorist. Yeah. What, what yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you get a flu shot for free. What does the government give you for free? Absolutely, flipping nothing. That's right. Why are they giving you that flu shot? Are they using your mm-hmm. for that? Life and both of them like paid for. So, are you saying that the flu shot is uh, the culprit? Oh, I'm just saying. I never <laughs> took the flu shot. Knock on wood. I ain't had the flu in a lot of years. Yeah, me neither. All and all, take it every year, and they're sick. Oh. I I take Lyme with my Corona. I just, I'm a firm believer in you get the sickness, you gain immunity. If you avoid the sickness, you get very weak. You know, I That's it. When we was little kids, if you got chicken pox, what they do? They had a family reunion and had all your kids get it at once. I, I know when my cousins had chicken pox, I had to cross a four-lane street to go play with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the, uh, the pox party too. But Daniel, I'm interested in that theory because I I had a doctor who is now fired who forced me into a flu shot two times. So I've only had a flu shot twice. I also believe in just getting the flu and letting your body, uh, you know, build yeah. a community. Do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. what, the two years that I got the flu shot, I did not get the flu. Well, that could just be bad luck. Right. <laughs> or good luck. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'd like to see this theory. I've heard the same theory. I'd like to see how that plays out. But yeah, it's always better for everyone to get sick. It's, it, you know, I'm a big hey, firm uh, believer. And you're, if you don't get sick your whole life, you're just in for a worst case later on when you do get sick. I was, I was born in 1950. And in 1968, I was hoping to make it to 30 years old. <laughs> you know, it's been shown, uh, they've done studies where they've shown kids who are homeschooled tend to get sicker later in life because, and, and have worse issues with things like the flu and chicken pox because they never had it as a kid. You know, they weren't, they don't build their kids' faces, right? They're not hanging around with a whole bunch of other kids and they're finger picking, you know, <laughs> selves, you know? It's like sterilizing everything, you know. To combat that, Dylan, so the first year that I had my own my own daughter in daycare, she also developed staph infection from daycare, which was to multiple children. So I get what you're saying, but uh, you know, I I don't think it uh, applies all the time. And mm. I don't know if you've seen a child with staph infection, but it's no, no. I agree. My kids are homeschooled too, so you know. Even though I believe it, I'm not about to send my kids into those nasty little cesspools. <laughs> yeah. I do believe that being around those cesspools builds immunity, but at right. the same point, when I believe that, and my daughter was put in daycare, she got a test. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you don't even have any control whatsoever. And that's really yeah. Crazy. No control of the situation, so let's just see what happens. So, okay. 
The the other Ed said that he drank water in Mexico. He's immune to everything. Me too, Ed. <laughs> I I made the mistake of doing that, and my gringo belly didn't like it. It was like Montezuma's revenge is a very real thing. Yes, it is. Well, here, here, here's something that's real. Also, it's not just Mexico. You're from Ohio. You go to Arizona, drink the water, eat the food there. You're liable to get sick too. You go to California, you eat the food there, drink the water there. You can get sick there too. Your body is not used to that. And until it does, bottled water wherever you go. Yep, that's a bottle of water. We will carry a case in the car all the time. Okay, we we have a request, a couple requests from the room. Stop talking about COVID. Uh, (laughs) Stop talking about depressing COVID. Stop talking about gold. Talk about gold. These people, for some reason, have gold on their mind. I don't know what's wrong with them. I, I think they have gold fever, Dylan. Yes, I think they good. have gold fever. I think everyone has gold fever. They wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, you, you bet. There is no cure, ladies and gentlemen. There is no cure. Yeah. A little relief, and that's about it. That's it. You get a few <laughs> minutes of, oh, my God, that's so awesome. And you stare at it. You shake your little vial. Then you put the vial away and you said, damn, now I need more gold. Your vial just is never full enough. That's like a crack addict. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. Gold crack. You know? yeah. yeah. You get a half a vial full and you're loving it. The next morning you wake up and you're wondering why the vial's only half full. You know, why didn't you get the full vial? Man, that looked I could have swore that I had more in it last <laughs> night. Uh, <laughs> Need so more. Dip it into my crack. No, I do that all the time though too, because I weigh up my gold all the time. You know, I'll weigh uh, it up, and <laughs> two days later, I'm sitting there and bored. Let me weigh up my gold again, and even though I know what's in it, because I just weighed it up two days and I haven't. Well, you can always hope it grows, right? That's it. I'm hoping I might have just scale might have been wrong. You know, something might have been up, but I'll weigh it again. Put some more in it. Our our yeah. our favorite gold digger. Yeah, she's not a gold digger. She digs gold. Nikki from New South Wales was wondering, what's your best find? Um, So far, I think my biggest nugget I've ever found is 2.2 grams. That's it. So, which is actually pretty rare, you know, considering uh, on average, the bags of pay dirt I buy are probably in the $50 to $100 range. So... And I think I found a 2.2 gram nugget from a Lynch mining. I don't, I'm sure I paid more than a hundred bucks for it to find that, but you know, I don't remember what I paid, but that's so far. That's my biggest nugget is, or my son's biggest nugget. I should clarify. My son's biggest nugget is 2.2 grams. (laughs) My son's biggest nugget is 2.2 grams right now. So. So Richard Davis has a question for all of us. Go ahead and shoot Richard. We'll, We'll see if we can answer. Uh, while we're waiting, where yes. will thank you for the five dollar super sticker? Great guy, where will? Yeah, he is. I I see we have a lot of the same family members doing. Yes. Go 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 go. Yeah, everyone tends to follow everybody, you know, which is good. Is it good to clean your gold or leave it dingy? I leave mine dingy. 
but that's up to everyone's personal thing. I don't think it changes the price any. Yeah. Never even thought about it. Never even thought about cleaning my gold yeah. other than separating the black sands away from it. Yeah, I mean, it, it won't change the price any. Right. Yeah, how do you clean gold? Well, if it's natural gold, you can just put it in vinegar. You can soak it in vinegar and it'll make it a little bit shinier. It depends on how, what it's dirty with. It's dirty with iron or something yeah. like that. It might be a little bit more difficult. But a lot of painter sellers, that's what one thing is, you know, even in my reviews, I do talk about the color of the gold because some sellers are notorious for cleaning their gold beforehand. Or if a lot of sellers buy their painter or their gold from like, uh, I don't want to again mention names, but there's a seller online who sells a lot of gold. His name's Grant. And he um, cleans all his gold before he sells it. So it's really, really shiny. It's easy to find. Nuggets Whereas by it, Grant. Yes. But then while some other sellers like uh, Gold Bay, you know, if you buy a lot of his painter, a lot of his gold tends to be dull and not as shiny. So, you know, like I said, this is all back to the description. If people said the gold's really shiny, then it's easy to find. If it's dull and you know, I've seen some sellers that some of their gold is so dull and so iron oxide that it's hard to distinguish it even as gold. You know, if it then did, there's the purity the issue too. You know, well, uh, I don't worry about the purity issue too much. That's nothing that's ever bugged me because gold sells for the same price regardless. If it's natural gold, it'll sell for the exact same price. So, right. you know, I know me i didn't know i had no idea so thanks for that yeah you know it's it, there's a lot it's funny there's a lot of reviews even uh clash uh, if you watch any of old clash videos he used to do his roi based on 18 karat gold because he said that's what the average is but i did a video yeah. to explain why i do my rois on 24 karat and it's based on the fact that if you go to somebody like nuggets by grant he sells all his gold at a premium of 24 karat. So right now you'd be paying probably $2,000 for an ounce from him. And his gold ranges from 16 karat all the way up to 23. So it's still the exact full range and you're still paying a premium. If you go to eBay and you put up a gold ounce of gold nuggets, doesn't matter what the carrot is. They're going to pay whatever spot price is. So right. because it's natural, 99% of all gold is melted down and made into something else, you know, right nuggets and natural placer gold is rare you know because most people will sell it and eventually it finds its way into a computer or a phone or something else so somebody's ring or yeah whatever. that's it jewelry so you know natural nuggets sell for 24 karat prices you know you'll get people to argue the other way but it's i know i sell a lot of it so <laughs> wow terry marshall found a nugget metal detecting over three ounces. Damn. That's a nice find. You bet. If you send it my way, I'll test it for you to make sure it's real. <laughs> I, I might scratch off about an ounce or so to get to get it to make sure the test works, you know. All right. <laughs> All right, where will we later? Um, so, uh, Dylan, do do people uh, send you their pay dirt for you to review, or do you have to? No, I, I have to purchase it. I don't let anyone. I've had a lot of companies offer to sell me pay, send me pay dirt, but I use a third party to buy all my pay dirt. I have some of my 
you know, Patreon members, some of my subscribers, some friends of mine, I have them, I send them a list every month or every two months, order me all this paper, they order it, then they ship it to me. Otherwise it wouldn't be, it would be usually faked, you know, and- Or easily faked for sure. Yes. Oh I mean, yeah, be, they could load it up. Yeah, you know. I mean, I've had sellers before who have sent me paper and, you know, told, and I've had people where they'll ask me and I actually just had someone send me a bag of paper where they asked me, would you review it? And I tell them all the same thing. They can send it to me and I'll review it, but I won't put it on film. I will review it and tell them what my review is so they could try to improve it or change things. And 99% of the time, they never send me the paper once I tell them that. They, they're like, oh, nope, they just wanted the free publicity. But somebody actually just sent me one the other day and he's thinking about starting to sell paper. So I told him, if you send it to me, I'll give you my critique, but it won't be publicity, you know. And he was a nice guy. He sent it to me. I still haven't gone through it because I'm in Dallas. So as soon as I get back, I'm going to go through it and find out. But sure, man. I appreciate the honesty in that. Yeah. I I try to, you know, I make sure that I try to make sure all my bags of paid are as, you know, normal as possible. You know, unfortunately, you can't always do that just because, you know, like, I actually have a video coming out pretty soon where I'm going to talk about how no matter even using a third party, you can't, you can, the results aren't always going to be the exact because sometimes I might go to a company like say Dirt Hog. I think when I did Dirt Hog last year, I bought one of each of their bags. <laughs> I ended up spending like 700 bucks. So yeah. they might've given me better bags than they would a normal guy who just bought one bag, but you know, it was still through a third party. So it's, it's you know, you do as much as you can to try and make it, you know, where yeah. the owners don't when you do your reviews is it just based off of one bag or were you trying to bring in multiple bags? i do i do only do one bag i have on a couple times done comparison videos where i bought in two bags that are paid from two different people and compared them but most mm. of the time i only do one because in the long run most of the time i lose a lot of money you know you buy a 50 dollars bag of paid off of ebay and you get a dollar worth of gold if i did that twice i, I would just lose too much money so, but generally what I do is at the end of the year, uh, last year I did it and the year before, I go back through all my old reviews and I see, I give a top 10 or a top 20 of the best sellers I had. And then I'll try to re-review them this year to see where they're doing. And it's pretty interesting. Like, I think it was last year, I had one seller who I reviewed twice and both times I got an over 100% ROI from. And a lot of people were getting it too. I mean, he was actually a really popular eBay seller. Everyone was loving him. And I re-reviewed him this year. And I think I got 50% ROI. And so did everyone else. Because, you know, with their luck, maybe sometimes it's higher. Maybe sometimes it's higher. Well, uh, one of the things I've noticed is, since I have been doing this for, uh, you know, five years now on YouTube alone, is a lot of sellers are smart. They will sit there and they know if you put a product out and you get put out 100% ROI or 90 to 100 for the first year, you don't make any money, but then after that, you've got a built-in customer base, email set is where you can email people. I mean, just look at Felix Pater. Felix Pater has been around forever, mailing you those little brochures in the mail and these flyers and the commercials and everything else is because they've got a set customer base and that's what these customers right. do. And I've noticed there's been some- They used to give out ounce nuggets. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah that's right. We but have- I, we have a friend here in Ohio that walks around with one in his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> we mean, do. That's what you, if you get a set customer base, you can slowly lower, you know, and there's a couple like one of my personal favorite sellers is Lynch Mining. I really like the owner. You know, I, I like his pater. 
but I've said it multiple times when he first started, you would probably get closer to a 90 to hundred percent ROI the first year he came out. And now it's about a 60 to 70%, you know, because as you start selling more and more every year, you, you know, you can start cutting a little bit down, a little bit down, but, and it's not only just the fact that they're getting greedy. It's a fact that once you start selling more, your costs go up. Yeah. Right. You know, I know when Winch Mining first opened, it was just him and his wife bagging up their bags of pater and shipping them out. And now he has six employees working for him. So those six employees got to get paid somehow and it just slowly cuts into it. So it's hard. That's why I was, I'm always astonished that Dave still from Gold Bay managed to have such a good product with, you know, as busy as he is, because he's a very busy man. I've seen some of his uh, buckets that he's got loaded with shipping stuff, you know, so but I do try to re-review people, especially if they ha- I got a good review from them. Because you know, if, if you get a bad review, every once in a while, I will go back to them if it's not horrible. You know, if I get a right. 1% and it's obviously these people are like golden, where golden is just trying to rip you off. There's no reason to keep reviewing them. But you never know. Someone could have had a bad bag and I do try to go back every once in a while. But if I have a good bag, I always try to go back just to see if that was just pure luck or if they did have, you know, if they are selling a really good product. Yeah, I just went through, I just went through a, a gallon jug of his pay dirt, Dave's pay dirt. Yeah. I, I think I got uh, like seven grams, a little over seven grams. Who is that nice. from? Dave. Oh uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, Dave's a great guy. I love his yeah. pay dirt. Oh, uh, Gold Bay, yeah. Yeah, Gold Bay. The one nugget, the, the one nugget was what, 3.2 grams? Yeah, I, I don't know how. I, I did see, I think he just raised his prices the other day. He said he raised his prices a couple times in the last few days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's hard, you know. I don't think he should raise his prices personally, but that's just me. I think he should keep selling it for what he sells. He, he can take a loss for a while, you know. <laughs> I suppose that's a part of the business is that you have to really build that fan base to continue yeah. to convert to people. Right, yeah. I mean, I, so. I think... I, yeah, I think Dave has a criteria for when he raises his prices. I yeah. think the price has to go up a certain amount for a certain length of time before he actually raises. But uh, yeah. the way gold's going right now, it's yeah. shooting up pretty quick. Yeah, he hasn't been too bad. No, you know, most no. sellers haven't been too bad. I think a lot of it, the reason that most sellers don't have to jack up the price so quickly is because a lot of them, if you're busy, you pre-made your pater. You've already got a set cost, you know. Right. If right. you've already got a, a thousand bags made, it doesn't. If you made them for fifty bucks, it doesn't matter if gold goes up to two hundred. Right. You, know, you you still know what you have into it. Now I'm sure at some point if it started getting close to two hundred, they want to make more profit, so they'll jump it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, I've I've read his explanation about how you know it has it goes up and has to stay up for a little while before he'll actually change his prices, and it probably has to do with the, what he's already got in stock. Yeah. And, and what he's getting ready to mine out or whatever. Right. Because I believe he also has his own mine, right? Yes, he yes, he does. Mine. He actually has a couple of them. So. Yeah. yeah. So he, he just doesn't buy gold, but he actually produces yeah. gold too. Yeah, he does produce gold. So he's actually pretty funny. As I, uh, you know, if you go, if you follow him on Facebook, his mines tend to produce bigger gold, like really chunky gold. So he goes on Facebook all the time and has to trade big nuggets for small gold because he doesn't have enough small gold to put in his pater. And I think that's funny. You know, that's right. a problem I think everyone wishes they had if they owned a gold mine where you didn't weren't finding small gold, you know? 
That's terrible. <laughs> I know. It's just such hard news to hear when you're like, oh, I'm nothing, finding nothing but nuggets, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to start digging a new area to find small gold. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. The problem, the life of a miner, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a rough one. He's got a rough one. Uh, let me interject real quick. Uh, Raven, have a good night. You and Smackerock, thank you very much for the super chat. Good night, Raven. Mega Rock. Is that it? Is that yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm Ravens looking for Jonathan Friends. Um Black Mass Painters. Yeah. yeah. Black Mass Paterts needs to open up a website. Yeah, I thought he sells through his Facebook. I thought I had him on Facebook. I think you know, he, I think right now um Jonathan Friends only selling through Gmail. So oh, okay. that's a horrible way to sell. That's a horrible way to sell. <laughs> you, you you need to get a website, dude. Yeah. I've told him. I emailed him and told him, and he says it's coming soon. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta let him grow as they need to grow, you know? Maybe mm -hmm. he's not quite ready for that kind of volume increase. But you, that's a good thing about a website. You say, I got 10 bags. Once they're sold, you're sold out. It just gives you more legitimacy. You know, it's with one of the things with the problem with gold pay dirt is there's a lot of bad people out there. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's pretty much, well, it's pretty much anything, you know, but there's, you know, like someone mentioned earlier, if it was the real Dirt Hog website, there was a guy out there who still says he has 12 websites currently, but he made, you know, Lynch Mining is a really popular site. He, he made a website called Lynch Minings and added an S, spoofed the website and was selling people junk pay dirt. He did Klondike Clinkers. He made a knockoff website of Klondike Clinkers. He did a knockoff of Felix Paydirt. Lots of it. And what ha was happening is, these people were buying lots of pay dirt from him thinking this is a legitimate website. They were finding no gold. I mean, absolutely no gold. And then they were, but then when they went to Google to search for the site again, they would find the legitimate site and send these people horrible emails saying, you know, you ripped me off, right. you did this and this. So that's what I was saying, you know, it's one thing to sell, you know, I understand he's small, you know, and I like Jonathan Friend, he's a great guy, but you know, it's hard to convince somebody, let me send email and then send you paypal as friends only you know right it, right there's right. a there's a lot of people that go under i mean i watch a lot of people on facebook that do the razzies and i can't tell you the number of times i've seen people saying that they never collected their prizes on razzie even though this person was great for two years and all of a sudden they disappeared and you know took off with a couple hundred bucks from people because you know stuff happens they might have had a heart attack you don't know or they could have just been broken so you know not that a website would really keep them from ripping people off it does give you the feel of a little bit more legitimacy it'll help well, you sell even, more even, you know even even people with websites can have problems where they don't right. well i agree there's you know, or or don't uh mail out the uh the prizes they give away you know oh i know that i mean there's a lot of you know people on youtube sadly who do raffles and giveaways that never ship the prizes you know which, we is know. Why, which is why YouTube is always cutting back on it and banning channels for it, you know, so. Oh, I had no idea that was an issue, you guys. 
Oh, <laughs> anything you can dream of to be an issue will be an issue. <laughs> That's it. That's why I guess you should stick to the challenges then, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at, least, at least you know they're fairly honest, right? But is there like when you with with going through all these reviews you've been doing, have you found that there's a there's a red flags that'll tell you maybe you should stay away from that? No, sadly no. 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 There's it's you know one of the things. Generally, if they say the word nuggets, one of the things I've learned doing this, if they say you will find nuggets and it's a $20 bag of pay dirt, it's not a nugget. I have a term. A lot of people, we joke about it a lot. It's called eBay nuggets. And that's usually like minus 40 mesh gold. And, Ohio you know, nuggets. Yeah, Ohio if you put it, yeah. If you put any gold under a magnifying glass, it looks like a nugget. So. Right. Um, so now I kind of use the term eBay nuggets. So if you see a seller selling a bag of pay dirt for 40 bucks and it says nuggets, if you think about it, a nugget to most people is going to be over 10 mash. It'll probably weigh around a quarter of a you know, gram right there. You figure that's 15 bucks, 20 bucks worth of gold from one piece. If the bag of pay dirt's 30, there's no way you're going to find 10 or 12 nuggets like these sellers will sell. And right. you'll see a lot of it. If you go on eBay and you actually type in eBay, 10 nuggets, pay dirt. There will be descriptions that show up that will say guaranteed 10 to 12 nuggets and the bags of pay dirt are 20 bucks. You know, it's <clears throat> too good to usually, be true. Right. It's usually that's the sign. You know, a lot of sellers don't want to put the amount of gold. And I understand why, because you don't, you know, you kind of want the thrill. You want to be, you know, if you tell somebody there's exactly one gram, they're going to find exactly one gram. It's not as much fun. Well, you could say is, like there's guaranteed guaranteed to be at least right i mean there's some sellers that do that i know there's a couple of sellers that'll say like at least a half a gram and you will find a gram but some just don't want to say what you're going to find but then they'll start putting in big words like nuggets and you'll find massive amounts of nuggets you know i just reviewed a seller the other day uh, a website bignuggetpater.com and all his descriptions were the same pretty much he was like his first bag was i think 25 bucks and it was you're going to find lots of gold nuggets and the second bag was you'll find twice as many gold nuggets as the $25 bag. And when I reviewed it, I think it was a $50 bag. I think I found 12 bucks worth of gold, you know, and none of them were nuggets. None of them would be even close to being nuggets. I mean, even in my thumbnail, I had to use a magnifying glass. In the thumbnail <laughs> you know, it's this just was that, long 50 times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's generally, you know, that's why I say a lot of times I keep saying, you know, descriptions say a lot about a seller. And if they'll tell you the more, the ones that have very basic descriptions are usually the ones that will rip you off the most or ones that say nuggets, you know, for some reason or another, they seem to think everything in gold is a nugget. So since there's technically no real term, like if you Google or go to just, you know, a dictionary for gold nugget, there's no set amount, you know, it's and right. coming from a newbie coming from somebody new in this, if, if I were to see nuggets, I'd instantly think like oh this is going to be fantastic this yeah. is be great I'd, I'd go right for it yeah let's well, see that's that's what they prey on they know that's what 90 percent. you know uh, sadly a lot of sellers know that you know if you've got 300 million people that could buy your pay dirt you only need to sell to them once yeah. and they don't want repeat customers they're fine ripping you off once and it's sad you know but they generally can try 
And also, I mean, it's hard to do, but a lot of sellers, like especially on eBay, will copy paste Golden Pater's description and put that in there because he's got a great description. So if you notice that, then you know, okay, if they're going to copy paste his description, they probably copy pasted his junkie Pater. You know, <laughs> they're going to use that same formula and give you a bad Pater. So, so, but so they're not they're not targeting like Daniel, Ed, or myself. They're targeting Rose. Yes, that's what most of these people are doing is they're going after those first timers, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're going to sell on eBay, most people that sell on eBay, it's not all, but I mean, there's a couple of really good sellers on eBay, but the vast majority of people that sell on eBay are just trying to make a quick buck. I mean, and uh, another thing to look for is the area. So uh, one of the big things I've noticed is a lot of Alaskan pater is sold out of Florida. Yeah. A lot of Alaskan pater is sold out of Florida. Now, I don't mind so much. I know most of this is it. When people that buy Pater, I know it's mostly in our head. You think you're going to find this great adventure. And I don't mind. If somebody says, hey, my Pater's from Florida. It doesn't have any real gold in it, but I put gold in it. I'm okay with that. But when you see them start lying, saying, oh, I went to Alaska and I shipped back 50 gallons of you know dirt to sell. You just The amount of money that would cost them to send a truckload of dirt from Alaska to Florida, they would lose money immediately, or they'd, yeah. have to, or they'd have to jack up the price so much, and you find so little gold, you know it's a ripoff. So, I mean, I do know there are some legitimate sellers in, like, you know, Washington that sell Alaskan pater, and, you know, in the northern states, that's what they do. They drive up there, they mine for, you know, the summer, and then they drive back. But you'd be amazed at how many people in Florida are selling Alaskan pater. So, wow. <laughs> you know. Always look for, you know, where it's shipping from. And then again, if it says nuggets. Welcome to the education here, Dylan. This is fantastic. Thank you. It's so all right. So there, so there really are some red flags. Yes, there are. I mean, but it's, it's hard to tell, you know, a lot of times, you know, usually generally, you know, it's the one thing, it is the description. If, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true, you know, but you know, because I've seen like, you know, I just as a matter of fact, the website I just talked about big, uh, big gold nugget patered or whatever it was, mm -hmm. even all over his website, he guarantees you'll find nuggets. He guaranteed he uses the word guaranteed a dozen times. And I emailed him back and forth a couple times before I did the review asking him what he considered a nugget. And he kept saying, you know, getting around the issue saying, well, you know, everyone's idea of a nugget is different. And I said, well, what classification? <laughs> and he told me, oh, all over 10. None of the gold I found was over 10 mesh. It was all tiny, tiny flakes. So after I did the review, I emailed him and said, well, what about my guarantee? I said, I want my guarantee nuggets. And I, I haven't heard back from him since. <laughs> <laughs> you know. so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard, you know, which is one of the reasons why I do my reviews, because it is hard to tell who's going to be a good seller, who's not. I've seen some websites that I thought were going to be good. And, you know, I ended up getting ripped off. And I've seen some eBay sellers who I thought, we're going to be garbage. You know, they have one sentence, Pater, and that was it. And you'd be like, okay, this is 60 bucks for a bag that just says Pater. And I end up finding $45, $50 worth of gold. So it's like, wow, you know, just, you can never really tell, but there are some red flags to always look for. You know, if it does sound too good to be true, it probably is, you know. So do you, do you, uh, <clears throat> like if you, if you get somebody and, and um, who sells, they're pay dirt on search off the dredge from a known gold bearing stream. 
Is that something that you would look at, consider, or? Yeah, I have bought a lot of unsearched bags, but in my personal experience, nobody sells there ain't no paper. such thing there, nobody sells unsearched paper because if you think about it statistically i love to do math when i do my reviews i love to do the math i think you know if i see one seller selling a bag of paper for 100 bucks and he guarantees one gram and another guy selling a hundred dollar bag of paper for a half a gram i'll do the math and figure out which one's a better deal and when you think about gold being found it's usually per gram per ton so right. if you can find, you know, a, a, a nice place to dredge, it's got 10 grams per ton. If you took that ton of painter and sold it in one pound bags, nobody would find any gold. It would be, you'd find one flake per bag. So unsearched painter can't be real. Nobody would sell it. They wouldn't make any money. You know, I know there's some famous sellers out there from Alaska. There's a couple of them that um, say they sell unsearched painter, but they have to add gold because if, if you... Think about the math. If you took unsearched pay dirt and just dug it up out of the ground, the odds are every one pound bag would have about 0.001 grams of gold. No, well, I'm, no I'm talking about something that's not like someone who dredged right. in a stream for a day, you know, and they took their cons and okay. sold them it's, as unsearched. Right. Well, if they were selling unsearched cons, again, it wouldn't happen. Because it's the same thing as if you found a mother load, like let's say if you were digging in the dirt and all of a sudden you hit a giant vein of gold, you would not scoop that out and put it in a bag and sell it because you wouldn't want to sell a $50 bag of pay dirt knowing that there could be a thousand dollars worth of gold in it. So right. the only way they're going to sell that is if they know they're making a profit. So that means it's not unsearched because what they're going to do is they're going to take that dredge, they're going to go through it and see, okay, I've got about $100 worth of gold here. I'm going to sell it for 200 So it's no longer unsearched because now they know what they have there. Yeah. It's why you right. don't find, you know, and it's just common sense. I mean, I would love if they had sellers that sold real unsearched cons, but if I was running a dredge and I saw my mats were full of gold, I'd want to know how much gold was in there before I sold it, you know, because no one's yeah, going right. to want to, you know, you're putting your hard work into it. If I was out there sweating for a week to fill up my dredge, you know, my matting with gold, I'm not going to sell it for 300 bucks when there could be $800 worth of gold. You're, you know, so right, a, lot right. of time, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll get their dredge, they'll see how much gold's in it, then they'll add enough dirt added to it so they make sure they make a profit, you know, so then it no longer becomes unsearched, you know. Right. Business practice to begin with, so. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice. I mean, it's it's one of the things that a lot of people search for is everyone's always looking for that unsearched bag that they'll hit the mother load. You know, you'll right. do, you know, you'll buy a hundred dollar bag and find five hundred dollars worth of gold, but it doesn't happen. You know, <laughs> it would be nice, but I will say honestly, the best I've ever heard is I know through Gold Bay because he does use Gold Bay. From from my understanding, Dave does just take his minings. And then just add gold to it. So if you buy a three pound bag, he takes three pounds of his mining tailings and adds the three grams you were guaranteed. And I actually know personally someone who bought a three gram bag and found seven grams of gold. So nice. that's, the be that's the best I know of so far. Someone bought a three gram bag for I think $129 at the time. That's what it was. Or 189, it was 189 bucks. And they found seven grams of gold. So that's oh, about the best. Of yeah. Oh. So. Yeah.
That's uh, I need to talk to Dave again. <laughs> uh, I bought stuff from Dave, but I before he moved when he was still living in Spokane, I talked to him about being on the show, but now he's in California. I'd, yeah. I'd like to get him on. Yeah, he'd be a good guy to have on here. Yeah, he has some good articles on how to spot fake nuggets and yeah. stuff yeah, like that. Some, he's a really smart guy, so, and he's fun, you know. He'd be a great person. You probably have a ton of people watching him trying to get discounts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying hoping to butter he, him up. Hoping he, hoping he do some giveaways. <laughs> I can guarantee, though, if you do do a show with Dave, I guarantee you will have more people in this chat who say they're going to do a review. Hey, Dave, I'm about to buy a bag to do a pay dirt review. I'm trying to get <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you the number of times because I, I follow Dave on um, Facebook and I can't tell you the number of times he puts out a new product that I will see people who do pay dirt reviews posting, oh, I just bought a bag to do a review on. It's like, <laughs> how? you just told him. So now he's going to send you a bag. You know, you just nullified the entire, you know, secret part of doing the review if you tell him you're buying a bag you know all right good night joseph richard he's got to get up at four in the morning oh good night uh, joseph good to see you buddy sorry to hear you gotta wake up at four yeah uh, i wake up at the same time but tuesday <laughs> nights i never get to bed before midnight <laughs> it's a work night you know but i love this job <laughs> uh, I saw Nikki in here is posting about Golden Spear Mine in Australia. I can say I've reviewed them and they're a good mine. I like them. I like their pater from Golden Spear Mine. You know. No, I I thought it's really hard to get any gold out of Australia. Well, they, they don't tell you. It, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's as long as you don't tell them what's in the thing, you know, when you're filing your uh little form out, what it is, right? You know. Right, but I've, I've reviewed a couple sellers at Australia, it just it costs too much. I wish I could do more patent reviews from overseas, but it just the shipping yeah, killed shipping me. Is, yeah, yeah. Last year, I did an entire month where I think I did 12 reviews from all overseas, and it just I think I ended up spending because not only did I have to pay for shipping, I paid for, you know, the global shipping for somebody to ship to my friend and then have my friend reship it to me priority mail. So I was spending 25 bucks per bag on shipping. It just Yikes. it wiped out my entire gold fund in one month. And what's yeah. sad is most of the, most bags of paid overseas are much worse than ours, much worse than ours. I mean, I feel bad for them. I mean, you know, we have golden pater to them. They would love golden pater in the UK, you know because the pater in you know england and europe is so bad i mean it's like 10 percent rois it's just really really Ooh. bad so they would love golden patered in the uk australia's got some good sellers though australia has some really good sellers but that's some good gold in australia yeah shipping to nikki when she sent me the vegemite and some shirts and stuff 45 dollars i believe yeah, I, I'm just glad it got here. That was quite a, a memorable piece of toast, Nikki. <laughs> Ed, you ate two pieces, didn't you? No, no. 
I, I braved through one. <laughs> A very well buttered. <laughs> oh, David Villa. But Nikki, we love you for it. <laughs> it's a great show, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen uh, some painter sellers on, uh, like, Facebook, and I won't mention any names, who start off really good, but all of a sudden... Tell names. Speak names. Let no, I won't do that. For. Well, they're, they're, they're pretty obvious. If you pay attention to what's going on with their page, you can find out who they are. Well, I generally tell everybody I would not personally buy off of Facebook. I personally would not buy off of eBay. Even though there are some great sellers, I've some of my best ROIs I've ever gotten have been off of eBay, but I personally wouldn't buy off of them because there's better sellers at websites and long tenures. Because you can see a website if you see like Dave. Dave's been had his website for 10 years selling Pater. He's been around for I, a while. And, you know, and, and then, you know, things about Facebook is Facebook is way too easy to cheat on. You know, eBay, it's easy to cheat on. You know, one of the things is I reviewed a guy on eBay, I guess it was about two years ago, and I gave him a bad review. He changed his name and he has changed his name every month for the last two years. And I keep yeah, updating that's, that's his review. The guy I was just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call it out. People know when they're going to get scammed. So, Trust me, this guy is really obvious and his is. His, the comments that he gets, it's obvious what he's up to. It's yeah. everybody bitching. Well, you know. So, but personally, you know, I, I, it's really hard. You know, one of the reasons why I wouldn't buy off of eBay is just because of the fees. You know, if you go to a website like Dave's website, it doesn't cost him to sell anything on his website other than the credit card transaction, which is about 3.5%, usually from PayPal or somebody else. But if you go to eBay, eBay's taking 10% and then you have the credit card transaction of 3.5%. So right off the top, if somebody's selling a bag of paid for a hundred dollars, 1350 of that's going to somebody else. Right. Where if I went to Dave, that extra 10 bucks could be $10 worth of gold in my pocket. So, you know, it, it's why I say, you know, I'd stay away from Facebook cause it's Facebook is still too new with their marketplace and they're selling the fact that they allow Razzies and raffles and all these things, which technically are <laughs> illegal, you know, it just makes me want to stay away. It's just way too easy to get ripped off. Right. And, and when I, when you say, is that, is that legal? They go off the handle, you know, something's up, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, so I mean, I, I the reason, and I'll tell you, Rose, why I don't mention names, because I don't buy pay dirt, so I don't know exactly what his product is, but I know from looking at what I'm reading that I probably don't want to buy it. So, because I don't buy pay dirt, I'm not going to throw anybody's name out there. Mm -hmm. I was, if I was a reviewer like like Dylan is. That would be different, but I'm not, so I'm not going to do that. I mean, that's all, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like most time when I get dirt, I just pan it and show it. I don't give a review. Right. I'm like, I got a gift from a friend, like when I had JPs and Benzos and stuff, I show what they have. I might weigh it. Um, I did weigh the brick from Banzo, 
And I actually got more than what he said was in it. So, well, I mean, and I mean, it was a challenge. It was a muddy mess. It, it was <laughs> a challenge. Uh, he de definitely provided what he guaranteed a challenging <laughs> can. Good old Benzo's brick. Although there are some, some people that sell pay dirt that I will give kudos to because I've had it. You know, like I, I like Carolina uh, Prospectors pay dirt. Yeah. When I buy it from Bill. Bill. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and usually when I buy from him, I'll buy a big uh, sandbag full because mm -hmm. I'm I'm using that for other things, like, like the giveaway that we did at Flash Bash, right? Right. We yeah. added to it every week. And... Right, right. But we added to that, but that was for a giveaway. Um, people that I that I that I've known and met. I may buy a bag from them because I'm just helping them out. Um, you know, yeah. Like uh, Michael from my pan for gold, Tom, well, gold dirt. He does, he does have some good gold bags. I don't know if you've tried his. I pan for gold. Yes. I've tried him before. Yes. I like him. Yeah. yeah. Plus Michael's a very good man. Yeah. He's, he's a really good guy. He's a lot like Tom. Yeah. And, Dave, you could tell Dave's a good guy. I don't know him personally. I've chatted with him a few times, but yeah, same here. Um, um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, you know, I, I, I really don't. Well, I one thing I always tell people is because one of the things about if you are a mailbox miner, if you enjoy doing painter at home like I do, is it can get very expensive if every week, like if you say I've got in my budget to buy one bag of painter every week if you buy somebody new every week and if you get ripped off a lot, eventually you say, well, I can't afford to do this anymore. As I always tell people stick with one really good company, like somebody like I pan for gold, you know, Tom's gold dirt, gold bag, one of those and three weeks out of a month, do them. And then one week, try somebody new until you find a second really good company. Like, so then if you like I pan for gold, you add them to your list right. and just start keeping good. You know, cause when I first started, I was just buying a new bag from a new person every single week, just saying, oh, five pounds. And I was just getting ripped off continually because even though I might find one good bag from one, I was just skipping them to go to the next, looking for that next huge good find, right. you know, and, and the new next adventure. It's kind of like, you know, doing the lottery tickets. Like you said, you know, you do one, you want to try a different one and you want to try a different one, you know, but if you get one, if you bought a lottery ticket, like say, if you get the bingo one, if every time you buy one, you're winning. You know, you kind of want to stick with that one most of the time and every once in a while venture off and just keep adding to your portfolio of good companies. Creature of habit, yeah. man. I stick with the same thing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's about it. But maybe yeah. I'll venture out in the long run. I'll have to watch some of your reviews first, Dylan. Yeah. So, but actually, I just did a review, I think, uh, about three weeks ago where I compared, I bought a bag of Mystery Pater, which was no guaranteed gold, and it cost me, I, I forget how much it was. No then I bought that many. It was 60 bucks. It was $60. It had no guaranteed gold. And then I bought 60 lottery tickets and compared the two to see which one I got better results from. And the lottery tickets won by a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as much fun. I didn't have as much fun because I love panning Pater.
but it, it the ROI was much better. I think I ended up with like a ninety percent ROI with the scratchers. So. <laughs> I had fun with both of them, you know, yeah. so it was a fun video to shoot too. So. so definitely, definitely pay dirt is not for making a profit. No, no. It's not going to happen. Mm. You know, unless, unless you, you got gold at a really, you know, got some really good gold at a really cheap price and it's the way it's climbing, it's getting better. You know, you've had it for a while. When you, I mean, you there you can get it for a profit there's actually a seller on facebook who he's a miner i mean it's jj prospecting and he sells his flower gold guaranteed cheaper than roi than spot so hmm. you know it's all flower gold though usually like you know if spot was i think uh last bag i bought from him at the time five grams i bought was i think he charged me 300 and the spot was 330 so you know I, or it was opposite something like that but he guarantees you know because he's just trying to make us get money you know right it, now it, he gets his cons down he doesn't want to have to pan it all out it's a lot easier for him just to mail it to you and yeah. you know so it's, free. so it's essentially free gold you know he mined it all so yeah basically what he's done is is pull it out of the ground for you concentrated it down yeah. now he's letting you buy it from him yeah. like you were buying gold yeah. So, but, so there are some people you can make money off of, but you know, that's not fun work. All his gold is minus 50. So <laughs> you're going to spend a good couple hours. So if your time's worth money, you're, you're going to lose out in the end. So, okay. <laughs> but, but in most cases, yeah, you're buying Pater just for fun, you know? Yeah. Right. Got it an important part of recognizing what Peter is. And that's just from somebody who just very recently met gold prospectors, gold miners, mm. whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, Peter seems to be like, for me, I just, I'm like lottery tickets. It's a gamble. You're, you yeah. know, have some fun doing it. And then mm. Jesse, one more shout out to you. Practice, practice, practice. Um, yeah. Yes. yes, that's exactly it. I just, the reason I do my reviews is just to try and hedge people's bets. So, you right. know, you know, it's just like, you know, when I buy lottery tickets, in fact, when I did my review that I compared the two in Indiana, you can see that um, every lottery ticket that they sell, you can see what prizes have been claimed. So I went with the one lottery ticket that had the fewest yeah. prizes claimed. So I bought those tickets and I bought however many there were of it. And that's why I won is just because I, <laughs> You know, I did the math and improved my right. odds. Yeah, you're right. You 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 put you got the odds in your favor. Hey, let right. me say let me say hi to somebody here who just popped right. in. Hey, Swifty. Swiftwater Tony. Hey, what's up? Just saying. One of our friends over at the Gold Prospector Space and Prospectors Radio Crew. Uh, just a reminder, if you're not part of Gold Prospector Space. Head over there. It's a great community of all types of treasure hunters. They have a live show every Sunday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time and Wednesdays for West Coast Wednesdays at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, Good who group of people. Randy, Scotty, Tony, what's up, RST? Yeah, he's been here for a while. Well, I didn't see him. Uh, he's been quiet. <laughs> he's My quiet. Just showed up, Bill. 
I hey, see Don also showed up, Mr. BMX, mm -hmm. my friend from Washington State. Awesome. A little late. We're getting, ready. We're getting close to that 10 o'clock hour. Yes, what? Has everybody given, a, uh, given it a chance to hit that like button? Well, I don't know. Mr. Lodak, has everybody hit that like button yet? <laughs> I actually did earlier today when I first popped into the room. The first thing I did. <laughs> Always do it as soon as he puts it up on the thing. <laughs> yeah, at least you didn't forget tonight, huh, Jesse? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, ski searcher. Howdy. Howdy. Excellent. Yeah, it's time flies when you're having fun. Yes, it does. I, I wonder, Scotty, did you get out today? Did you go out and dig? I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I'm not. Do you know Scott Swiftwater no, Tony? He says. He says no. <laughs> uh, he's from Indiana. Now he's a. Uh, uh, a prospector out in uh, Arizona. He's a desert rat. Yeah. It's too hot there. <laughs> yeah, Scott. Yes. It's too hot out there. <laughs> well, it's their off season right now. Unless he got up at like 3 in the morning and went out. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I lived in Arizona. Then it's only 90. Yeah, I'd right start here. on the job at three in the morning and work till noon, and Thanks. then we're out. Hundred eleven today. Wow, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. <laughs> yeah, and I was just about to say that our real feel here in Illinois is very close to that. So hmm. we may be like ninety nine, one hundred, but it feels like a million. And yeah. <laughs> no, I would love the job of the person who decides what it feels like. Like I think that's an awesome <laughs> job. I'd like yeah. to do that for a living so I could go outside and be like, it feels like 110 today. That's what I want to do when I grow. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, just be like a groundhog every once in a while, pop out your front door and say, eh. <laughs> you see the temperature when you go outside it says oh it's uh it's 98 degrees but then you being the person who decides mm. no it, it really feels like 110 <laughs> that's what it feels like mm. that's what i want to do and we got storms coming in tonight in the morning yeah, yeah. oh it was rained on me pretty good coming home from work yeah. i'm just Glad it didn't rain when we were pouring concrete footers. Oh, yeah, that always sucks. Well, that is that time. Yes, sir. And I, I told Dylan I'd keep him for about two hours. <laughs> time well, flies. I do appreciate the invite. I appreciate being here and hanging out with all of y'all. So I appreciate uh, that. Well, oh. I hope you had fun. I did, I did, I did have fun. And if I didn't, I'll wait till I'm off air to tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> educational. I really appreciate, you know, 
a lot of newbies or a lot of the mm. people who are figuring things out are really hoping they make it to your channel so they can get those reviews and maybe hopefully I hope so. You know? Yeah, I do information. Yeah, I do need to make more informational videos. It's always on my to-do list, but you know. <laughs> help the people wanting to try it out the first time. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you. So what was your what was your channel again? Miller Prospecting. That's Miller it. Prospecting on YouTube. That's it. Easy one. Oh, get a link out in the room for anyone who might not know. Okay. Or you just type in Miller Prospecting. I'm the only one that shows up. Yeah, that's true. Wow, I beat Mr. Lodak. That was surprising. Well, not on my side, you didn't. Yeah. Not on my side, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't beat him. Well, I, I go by my side. <laughs> <laughs> not on my side, JP says. That's all that yeah. counts, right? Right. <laughs> oh, your guys' chat's lagging. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right everybody thanks for joining us for tonight's tuesday night hangout live with our special guest miller prospecting dylan it was having great me. having it our pleasure man our I'm pleasure really, i'm glad i got to be on the show i, I enjoyed myself and we Good. learned a few things you know that's yeah. that, that was the best part we learned some stuff yeah Rose learned some new stuff. I learned some new stuff. That's, you know, that's part of what, what we want to yeah. do, too. You yeah. know. Y'all have a great show, so that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, next week is Open Line Tuesday, where you, our Flash fam, is our guest. Uh, so I hope oh, we get some uh, callers. Remember, call in or click on the link we put in the room and join us and we'll make you the guest. So um, other than that, be safe out there. God bless. And may you always have a flash in your pan. You know what he's gonna say next. That's right, because it does happen. Ask yes, someone like JP or Benzo or HD or Rose. It happens. Maybe one day, too, you'll meet us on the river. Until then, know what? We're totally out of here. Good night! Later, everyone. As always, happy Bennett. Better late than never, Bedrock Bennett. Great! Great time with two toes. Just watched it. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> Say that again, Jesse. September. September. Put us on the nuggets. 